Hello and welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James. Welcome to the Pack Mag Parents Podcast. I'm Bree James, and on today's episode, I chat to the founder of On Your Own Two Feet which is authored by Helen Baker. And her book talks about how we can thrive financially post COVID-19 and what the five key financial foundations are and those that we need to put in place for this to happen. So it's a really great interview. Stay tuned for that one. Now also stay tuned for our weird, wacky and wonderful world of parenting. Uh, This segment, my team have found the most out there sentimental gift to commemorate the birth of your child as well as a new device that helps you fall asleep faster and for longer. I want that so badly. Uh, And don't miss out my tip of the week as it will help my cookie lovers out there to keep your sweet treat fresh longer. So that means more cookies, kinda. All right, let's get into today's show. Money is getting tight for many families and when non-essential businesses were forced to close, many people were unexpectedly out of work uh, and will still face with the bills to pay and families to feed. So how can we get back on track and maintain our finances during this unforeseen time? So today we're going to chat to experienced financial advisor, speaker and author of that fabulous book I was telling you about, On Your Own Two Feet. Helen Baker, and she's going to tell us how we as parents can keep our finances on track post COVID-19. Let's get her on Zoom. It's time to get to class. So tell me what common money challenges parents been faced with um, due to COVID-19 and this whole uh, life that's going on for us all right now. Yeah, I think one of the biggest ones was um, identifying that emergency fund. So I always talk to clients about having emergency funds. And I guess what we've experienced in Australia is it's been such a good time in Australia for such a long time. It's been easy to get a job for most people. And so they've never really worried about that emergency fund. For others, they're already stretched and they're just sort of living from pay packet to pay packet. So when something like this comes in from left field, totally unexpected and so extreme, I think that's been the big shock where people have gone, hang on a minute, where am I really at financially? I don't have a buffer here. I never thought I'd lose my job. Um, I never thought I'd be out of work. Or I think that's been one of the biggest, that combined with the amount of debt probably that people are carrying, I think that's been some of the big shocks. Absolutely. And I think, you know, because so many of us, you know, we have different ways of earning money or, you know, our one way of earning money and to have absolutely, you know, zero control of not being able to do that job anymore. It doesn't matter how good you are and how amazing you are, yeah. and what you do for a living. This has just trumped everything. So it definitely has shown, yeah. who, you know, we've been very blessed, I think, with the government handouts that we've all, you know, been able to um, at least you know, get that $750 a week if, if we were eligible for it. But so many people are really yeah. struggling, especially those higher corporates that, you know, weren't eligible but have been stood down and, um, you yeah. know, they're not getting that job keeper um, or job seeker. Um, it's just, it's really tough for so many people out there. And it definitely, I, I agree, it's shown who had been saving for that rainy day and had that buffer and who didn't. Um, yeah. It's yeah. A bit of a scary time for so many. And I think it's, you know, it's not over yet, that's for sure. No, there's a lot to still play out. 
Yeah. So how can parents survive and thrive then, do you believe, financially after this situation? Mm. I think it's about revisiting the numbers. The thing is, like, I'm always, I've always been a bit of a maths nerd, so I, the numbers always add up, right? If you're sort of creative, you can create art and there's no right or wrong and away it goes. But with these kind of things, it's simply maths and it has to add up or there has to be a way to make it add up. So I think it's twofold. One is the practicality of the maths. So go back, have a look at your spending. I talk about having three plans. So have a basic plan, which is kind of the bread and butter right now, which is just getting by. And then have a nice-to-have plan so once you get back to working normally, you know, there'll be a bit of recovery time as well as trying to get back to living a little bit. And then have your living the dream fund. It's like, okay, if I clean all these bits and pieces up, let me get that living the dream. That's what I want to work towards. That's my real life, including holidays and those kind of things that we need to do. So I think there's that side. The other side, I think, is getting back to reassessing your values. So I know um, once when I was speaking at an organisation through this COVID time, the revelation of having the big house and the big mortgage, it's starting to go, hang on, do I really need this? Like, do I really, or do I really want the big demanding job anymore? Or would I prefer to work from home a little bit, get a bit more lifestyle time with my kids? I think that whole, because you only have to go back to pre-COVID, find me somebody who you didn't say, how are you, that they didn't go busy, 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 busy. Everybody's been busy. And so this shutdown has enabled people to go, hang on, what's really important to me? And so it's an opportunity to change how we want to live our lives going forward. So I think in a way these shakings are kind of good to readjust. Absolutely. And I completely agree with you. I think many of us have gone, you know, why life is so simple right now. We didn't, we don't need all of this extra stuff. All we need is each other. We need our health. Um, mm. You know, we just, just need the most simple life. And I think so many people having revelations about that, which I think is beautiful. Like, I think it's great. I think um, there's a lot I of, do. yeah, there's a lot of positive that's come out of it. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, the changes that people put into play in the future. So what are the, you have five key financial foundations that we need to put in place that you believe in. What are they? Can you share those with us? Yeah, and again, you're probably aware of these kind of foundations in the, in the sense of foundations given living up north. You know, you get your cyclones and things. So having the concrete and the cement to hold everything down so when those winds blow, we don't get toppled. So I have five. And I say it's, you know, people have done lots of different things. They might already have done some investment properties or shares, but no one I've ever met has 100% of the foundations right. So the risk is that at times like these, you have to sell your investments because you can't afford them. So let's go back and get those right and keep building on top. So the first one is the emergency fund. And I think the shock out of this situation is, We've always sort of talked about having three months of your spending and your mortgage and your commitments. But I think when you see something like this, you have to wonder, hey, should that actually be more like six months? Because, you know, there's no control over this time. So having an emergency fund is good. The second one's what I call a spending and an investment plan. So I try to avoid the word budget 
because budget sort of feels like handcuffs and a diet and I can't do this and I can't spend that. And the reality is we do have to buy groceries, put petrol in the car, get kids to school. We have to do all these kind of things and we definitely need a holiday at least once a year to bring all the family together. So let's be realistic with that plan. Again, you might do three. You might do the basic nice to have and living the dream through this period but then out of that, hopefully there's something left over. So then you can go, okay, this is how much we spend. This is left over. So do we put it on the mortgage? Do we put it in super? Do we create some investments? What do we do that's really smart to stretch that money as far as we can? And then the third one's around insurances. So private health cover, uh, general insurance, which is your home contents, cars, those ones. And then the third one's the personal insurances. So again, the shock with COVID, I think, is a, that revelation that, oh my goodness, if something happens to my husband or wife or partner, you know, where would we be? So it's about checking in on those insurances for life insurance, total and permanent disablement, income protection, and there's one called trauma. So someone might have those inside their super, Maybe they're over-insured in one area, under-insured in another. Um, I think the statistics say 83% of Australians are under-insured, but 93.777% of statistics are made up, right? So, no. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour 10-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. So looking at those insurances is number three. Number four is around the super. So massive warning, people, please do not consolidate your super until you sort out the insurances. You hear about consolidation all the time, but once you consolidate super, any insurances inside those super funds are usually gone. So if you needed those because you had some health history or something that you can't get insured for, you want to protect what you've got. So that's really important. And then obviously you can look at the investments and the fees and the other ones, the nominations. So for um, who have you left it to and should it be going to there or are they even eligible under the superannuation uh uh, categories of who can receive that. And then the fifth one's around estate planning, which is the wills, the powers of attorney, all those sorts of aspects to protect. And then you should have all of that protecting you that you can get control of now and you can deal with now and then start to build on top whatever it is to get you that lifestyle that you want on the way to retirement and also a plan that gets you on the other side of retirement. Because in theory, we're supposed to live somewhere between 87 and 92 with the men going first because apparently we nag a bit and they've had enough <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I feel sorry for all the blokes during COVID time because I think they've finally gotten all those jobs done that we've been asking for a very long time <laughs> yeah they had no excuses right <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly exactly so what advice do you have for parents if they didn't, you know, have those five key financial things sorted? Because um, obviously a lot of us don't. We don't have those wills. We don't have those powers of attorney. We don't have our super all consolidated and, um, or, you know, our insurance yeah. is sorted. Um, what advice have you got for parents that are struggling right now? 
Yeah. So I think going back to those is, is the overall area that we want to target. But I would start with the leakage. One of the great things for this time is allowed people to go through looking at where they're spending and are they getting value for money? Um, you know, even though the gyms have reopened right now, the amount that you can do in those gyms is so limited. Certainly for mine, it just doesn't work for me anymore. I'm paying for this fee, but I can't have access to the classes that I used to have. So it's actually a waste of my money now to pay that gym fee. Um, you can have a look at subscriptions, apps. There are always ones that leak through. And then you've got um, the battle for that dollar. So trading off all those costs about what your groceries are versus going to some other grocery opportunities and even some practical things like um, you know do you shop better if you shop from home or do you spend more in the shop and those kind of things so there's some loads and loads of information out there on the internet that you can find about stopping leakage and comparing costs and so on I think reviewing that spending plan and try and get the three going because that might be interesting actually where you can see and I talk about specific amounts not um not percentages, like really get down to the detail of what we spend because it's actually quite shocking in a way, but it's also quite good because then you can work with the facts, right? Um, looking at debt, so, you know, did you end up with a mortgage and some personal loans and credit cards and is that starting to get a little bit out of control? So do you need to look at whether you should consolidate debt, that debt or get it there? If they're really in trouble, then we have that $10,000 that you can get from superannuation. But obviously, if you take that out, it's a massive impact to you. And I think it's about 30 years. of That was continuing to work for about 30 years. It works out to be around $200,000. So you really want to be a last resort to take that $10,000 out at times, particularly now when the markets are down as well because you're kind of getting a double whammy. You're taking the $10,000 out but you're also selling more than you would have needed to if the market was up. So you want to look at protecting that, but depending on what sort of dire straits you might be in, you might have to consider it. You could look at um, negotiating your rent, obviously, with the situations have changed there. Talking to the bank. Another flag, though, please be careful about delaying or deferring payments because they are not turning off the interest. So they're going to keep adding the interest on top and again, it's one of those things that if you're really in trouble, you may not have a choice, but you've got to think about what are the longer term consequences and, and again, choices that we make, but being informed about what those choices are, I think is key. Um, even moving home. So we've seen a lot of um, children and grandchildren moving back in with the grandparents, particularly when the homeschooling was on because that was like a bit too much, particularly if they're working. So you might look at wisdom might be, okay, I need to go home for the next year. And if you do the right thing for both families, it could be a nice time, not only because you're all together, although that can be a little bit like Christmas on steroids and maybe, but financially you could spread those bills. So if you think of, say, mum and dad or mum over here, um, she had all these bills and now you've come home and if you share those 50-50, she's better off and you might be better off as well. So that can be sometimes wisdom. Um, use it as a time to upskill if you're going to be out for a while, you know, because longer term if you can upskill or get into a career that you really want to do so you love every day that you go to work, 
there's an opportunity as well. And if you're still staying on some sort of Centrelink through that period, then maybe, you know, you can get some Oz study and some support. So it could be a good opportunity in a way to be paid to stay at home and study. And I think it's all about that resetting, that thinking that we were talking about before, that shock of like, okay, this is a game changer. What do I really want for my life instead of just keeping on going and going and going and, and it's been a wake-up call. So it could be a great opportunity to revisit everything that you're doing, not only financially but those values and what's really important and goals. And is it more important to have materialistic things or is it more important to have time and assessing all of those i love it such a great uh topic today thank you so much helen for all your amazing insights some really really uh helpful tips and advice there thank you so much for sharing that with everybody you're welcome everyone take care the weird the wacky and the wonderful in the world of parenting when you give birth to your child it's always nice to have something to remind you of that special moment besides just the baby, of course, uh, whether that be a photograph, clay molds of your little one's hands and feet, or if you, you know, maybe a placenta teddy bear. Yep, there is a kid out there that gives you three easy steps and utensils to turn your placenta into a loving, unique teddy bear. So the designer of this bear states that it's been made to celebrate the unity of the infant, the mother and the placenta. So you'll be happy to know that the bear is displayed in a sealed glass jar meaning there's no unpleasant odors leaking out of your placenta well out of the jar nappy changing time is always a struggle from kicking baby legs to dodging who knows what comes flying out if only there was an easier way so well there is it's called the baby lasso and it comes in just a wrap it's a lasso around your neck like a scarf and you place your little one's legs in the fabric rings at the each end now, this I'm supposing is to stop your child from kicking around and trying to move. However, all I can imagine is slowly getting choked by your restless child or worse, forgetting that the lasso is attached and go to move. So there you go. That stops the baby flipping over and uh, using their legs to kick you during nappy changing time because it is a struggle. And this one I love. Sleep is so important for our body to rejuvenate itself and getting ready for the day ahead. However... Let's face it, many of us parents aren't getting a sufficient amount of sleep that is needed to uh, tackle the next day with children. So Dado is a device that naturally helps you fall asleep faster and for longer. It is designed to block out overactive thought patterns and lull you into a deep, peaceful sleep with the techniques of yoga, meditation, and behavioral therapy. So Dodo is a safe way for anyone to fall asleep and stay asleep. So the dodo or dodao or how we pronounce it uh, projects a soft blue light that expands and retracts in time with your breathing to help you relax and calm your mind. And over time, the blue light begins to slow down in June. So does your breathing. Oh, it's making me sleepy just thinking about it. If you're loving the Pack Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Pack Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge. For this week's challenge, I want you to give your social media accounts a deep clean. So this means going through your friends on Facebook or accounts you follow on Instagram 
and take the time to unfriend or unfollow those that don't serve purpose to you anymore. Now, I'm not saying to block your entire family and move on, um, but I'm sure you are friends on Facebook or Instagram with someone you haven't talked to for years and don't plan to for any time soon. Uh, and maybe they just show up in your newsfeed. And all you have to do is say, I don't want to see their stuff in my newsfeed anymore. But if there is an account uh, that upsets you uh, and makes your self-esteem drop, I guess, every single time that they post something, just simply unfollow. It's a good sign that maybe removing them from your negativity from your life uh, will be helpful. So, And then fill that with people that inspire and challenge you instead. So give it a go. Do a deep cleanse, deep cleanse on your social media profiles. Pack Mag's tip of the week. Now, this tip of the week is for my cookie lovers out there. So did you know if you place a slice of bread on top of your cookies in the container, they will stay fresh for longer? The cookies will absorb moisture from the bread, keeping them soft and chewy for a longer period of time. Just don't let that bread go moldy, all right? Keep an eye on it. It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show? So what do we learn on today's show? Well, number one, like Helen suggested, is it's important to have three plans. The first plan is your bread and butter plan. So it's a basic plan. The second plan is a nice to have plan. So when you get back to the normal working uh, situation that you're in. And the third plan is your dream living fund. It's your living the dream fund. So this is the one you want to work towards. It's also important to reassess your values. Do you really need the big house or the big mortgage and the big demanding job anymore? Because the choice is yours and there is no right or wrong, but make sure you think about what your values are now. And if there's anything in your life that you would like to change, because currently the opportunity is open towards how we would like to live our life going forward. Number two, I loved Helen's five key financial foundations, which were number one, have an emergency fund. Number two, have a spending and investment plan. Number three, check on your insurances. Number four, protect your super. Who are your nominations and these are the correct people or do you need to change this? And number five was around the state estate planning. So wills, etc. getting your estate uh, under 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 wraps, I guess. So if anything should happen to you. So there were five really great uh, foundations to get sorted. And number three, I love this one, which was find your financial leakage. So where is your money going? Renew your spending plan. What subscriptions are you a part of? Is there a cheaper gym, grocery store, etc.? Find the leakages, your financial leakages, and get them under control. Well, that's the end of another episode. We hope you've enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. A huge thank you to Helen Baker for being on the show today. What an incredible lady. Uh, so she has two books. Uh, first one was On Your Own Two Feet, Steady Steps to w- Women's Financial Independence. And the second book was On Your Own Two Feet Divorce, Your Survive and Thrive Financial Guide. Uh, she's an incredible woman. And uh, parts of the money that you buy from those book, books go to uh, helping others as well. So make sure you check that out. Uh, But a big thank you to everyone else who's made the show possible. It was wonderful to have you on here today. But until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag. Thanks for listening to today's show. If you want to be an expert guest or you've got a weird, wacky or wonderful product to share, don't be shy. Get in contact with our team at info at pacmag.com.au. This podcast is proudly produced by PacMag. You can listen to more episodes on our website, pacmag.com.au.